0: what would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, N.A. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Polly, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well. Do good and be happy. And thanks for being here today. Guess what? We're starting season three. My goodness. When I started this three years ago, I didn't know if I'd get through the month. I had so much to learn. I went from knowing zip about podcasts other than how I like to listen to them because I always learn something new to learning how to produce a podcast. And I still got a deep learning curve, but that's been really fun. You know, we've introduced a, a lot of new people. We've learned a lot of new things. I've connected with so many of you, and I appreciate it. Thanks for sticking around as we start our third year. We're going to have more interviews, more ideas, and I want to hear from you, too. If there's topics you want to learn about or talk about, I'll get the guests. We'll go through it together. Because I think part of living well And doing good and being happy is growing and learning. I think we feel better when we're doing that. And that's what this show is all about. Really finding the easy peasy strategies, the practical tips that we can bring into our day to just uplift the moment just a little bit. And when we elevate that one moment, the next one gets a little easier too. But Sometimes living well, doing good, and being happy means, wait for it, feeling bad, right? But how can that be? Feeling bad doesn't feel good, doesn't feel happy. But the kind of happiness we talk about around these parts is eudaimonic happiness. It's the kind that emerges when we are living purposeful, engaged lives. It's not the kind of happiness that relies on an event, on buying a new pair of shoes to feel happy, or having our team win to feel happy. Although that's a good kind of happiness too. What we're talking about in eudaimonic happiness is a more sustainable happiness, more sustainable feelings. And the only way to get to that place where joy lurks is to feel it all right? It's hard to do good in the world when you can't feel the pain and the challenge of life. Living well comes when we choose the actions and beliefs that feel meaningful and empowering and interesting to us. And when we're living a purposeful life, we're also creating energy that can elevate the experience of others and make a positive difference in the world. And that's what I'm going for. But it's impossible to do any of that if we don't know what we're feeling. It's impossible to do any of that if we don't know our own pain because that's part of it, right? This new book you recharged, which you can get now in, in bookshop online, Amazon online, and bookstores in your neighborhood, came from a place of boredom and burnout, right? Anger, sadness, boredom, frustration, disappointment, those things can motivate us and they also make us real. They allow us to fully engage in life and that is healthy. We must express, not suppress our emotions. Think about it, guilt, appropriate guilt, can help us be kinder and make better choices. When we do something improper or hurtful or wrong to another, we're going to feel guilt And that's going to keep us from hurting others, hurting that individual again. Anxiety and fear alert us to trouble. They help keep us safe. Sadness and grief can also allow us to connect to love in a deeper way and understand ourselves more deeply. But we've got to allow ourselves to feel it. This isn't about being happy all the time. Living well, doing good, being happy doesn't mean being blissful. In fact, I hate that word. I never wake up blissful but I have a meaningful life. I have a happy life. That doesn't mean I'm happy every moment. A couple of weeks ago, I got my second vaccine, and I was so looking forward to this day. You know, it used to be I was like looking forward to going out and having tequila shots with my college friends, and now I'm looking forward to having a shot in the arm. (laughs) But I felt very grateful to be getting one. And after the shot was over, I didn't feel relief and that surprised me. I felt grateful. I felt curious, wondering what it was doing in my body and how all that came together. But I also felt such sadness and frustration and anxiety over what we've been through and what's next. I felt all of that. I didn't feel the relief that I thought would come for being safer in the world. I felt sadness for what I'd lost, and instead of judging myself for those feelings, I just let them roll through, I got curious about them, I became interested, it surprised me, it added texture to my day. You know, now that my daughter is back to school, and I can carefully go back into the world, I'm still wearing my mask and still keeping my distance, but I don't have the concern that I once did. I have missed so many people, but so many other things I didn't miss at all. The errands and the meetings and the work demands, the last minute trips because we didn't have our act together and we forgot to put it on the list. So when I got the shot, I felt a mix of emotions and I think it's okay. No, I did not feel happy and that's just fine. But I felt curious And I feel stressed because I'm wondering how I'm going to move back into the world without bringing some of the anxiety I left with initially. Things are going to be different around here. And I'm not sure what that looks like yet. So that was some of the anxiety. It didn't linger, but I noticed it. And you know I'm a positive person. I do see the silver linings. It, It comes fairly naturally to me, but I also work to build a positive energy so I can engage with my life in a way that feels good to me. It's part of how I live. It's part of how I work. But I'm not even happy all day long. I don't even want to be happy all day long. I want to be aware so I can feel all of it. And I am becoming more resilient and able to trust that when I am feeling all of it, I will get through it. I'll be okay. I won't get stuck in it. I want to be a healthy person and in the long run, that will help me cope with other difficulties coming forward without the same degree of fear because we are learning what we're capable of and it's so much. We are capable of so much. So I wanna steer this conversation into a talk about toxic positivity now. Because that's a real thing and psychologists are seeing it emerge. What is it? Toxic positivity encourages people to ignore difficult emotions. And that can actually intensify our bad feelings or our difficult feelings. You've heard it before. Maybe when you were a kid, just put a smile on, things will get better. Or we all have problems. <clears throat> right? Or fake it till you make it. I've said a few of them myself over the years. Research shows that experiencing positive emotion is actually adaptive for us. It helps us get through, but not at the expense of not experiencing the tough stuff. You understand what I'm saying? We can't get to positivity. We can't feel better if we're not willing to feel bad. And there are productive ways of doing that. I'm not talking about behaving badly or screaming at others or hurting yourself or other people. I'm talking about noticing what it is you're experiencing and not beating yourself up over that, okay? You know, we can do this for ourselves and others by encouraging people to be honest with what they're feeling, right? Speak openly about your emotions, but also find the vocabulary that supports those emotions. You've heard me talk about this before. When we label, specifically label what we're feeling, we're actually able to understand and process them easier. We understand their their events, what triggered them, and how to work through them. And that way, we learn from them. They serve as cues to guide us through our lives. But we need to be open with ourselves about what we're feeling. And I didn't have the vocabulary. I'm building mine now with an emotion wheel. There are nuances to sadness. There are nuances to anger. And I want to know what those are so that when I'm in that situation, I can get clear with myself about what the experience is and why. We need to get comfortable with feeling bad. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to be sad or to feel grief. It's okay to feel anger. Again, don't behave badly from that place because then we have to go back and unravel all of that. But it's okay to feel that big response just as it is okay to feel happiness or love or joy. In fact, it's appropriate to many situations, right? And you don't have to have a positive response to everything other people say. You can disagree, or you can support them by recognizing, yes, that's super hard. That's You must have felt sad. That's very hard. Or I would have been so angry. Or I don't agree. Recognizing that intense emotions coincide with powerful positive emotions is effective. It's never one or the other. So grief is often a product of our intense feelings of love. Sadness can come from anger, where anger can come from sadness, right? Just as happiness can come from joy, and we can hold it all. It's important to know that. The negative emotions aren't going to derail us. Feeling them and holding them aren't going to derail us. They're going to lift us up and allow us to go forward into our lives in a productive way, in a healthy way, so that we can create the experiences and the relationships we want. Okay? Makes sense? I've been thinking a lot about this because as my daughter goes back to school, real in-person school for the first time in over a year, there's a lot of excitement and there's a lot of anxiety and it's often in the very same moment. And there's a lot of insecurity and wondering and curiosity. Right? And all of that is true. And all of that is true in the same moment. In fact... (laughs) I can feel 10 emotions in the first five minutes of the day. Oh, I'm frustrated with the animal, or I'm excited about the day, or I'm angry that my husband forgot to turn on the coffee, or whatever it is for me, right? And I'm okay with that. I don't have to stay stuck in any one of them. As we know... Our feelings change quickly. The emotions of the biological function were triggered. It goes through our biochemistry in our brain, comes out as a feeling, something we feel in our skin and our heart and our body. Our feelings pass in about 90 seconds. So how I'm feeling right now is going to be completely different probably by the time we're done with this episode. What's important is to notice. Positive thinking has a role and a place and it can help us in our lives it supports us it's adaptive it helps us keep going but we can't be in that space all the time and think about what we would miss if we were the contrast the ups and downs we need to be able to feel the pain so we can appreciate the love and i'm willing to do that for all the texture and here's the secret you can too you can feel the sadness and the fear and the anger. And come through it, because you're feeling fear doesn't mean you're always going to be fearful. It means your biological being responding in probably an appropriate way to your circumstances. Pay attention to the cues, what it's teaching you, how it's motivating you, and allowing you to go forward. So you're not just under this dark cloud all the time, right? And let's do that for other people too. If we force people to only be good or fine, if we require them to only express positive emotions, that can stifle their own ability to communicate, to develop connection. And it can make people feel bad for having negative thoughts in the first place. I'm here to tell you it's okay to have negative thoughts. And I'm an optimist, right? This isn't about optimism or pessimism. It's about being human. And it's one of the great gifts that we're able to feel these textures in our life and use them. It's okay to vent and complain and be optimistic. One thing I'm careful about in my own life is going too far with the rumination or the obsessive thinking or the overthinking. I am very good at overthinking. So when I'm feeling low or negative or bad about something. It's easy for me to get into this place where I'm really in touch with that emotion and I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking about it again and then I'm thinking about it again and I'm overplaying the situation that triggered that emotion and I'm writing a whole new story around it that keeps that emotion, that feeling alive in me even though it's long since passed. So be cautious in the stories you tell yourself about what happened What triggered the emotion, the feeling you're having, is probably a circumstance or a situation that has since passed. We sustain the negative feeling by replaying it over and over in our head. So when I'm venting, for me, I usually put a timeline on it. Now, it depends on how big the thing, how much I'm feeling, but I sit in it to begin with. And then I'll just tell myself, okay, 10 minutes. I got to get going. I have work to do. Sometimes, like when I hit the wall in February and I was feeling low and anxious about things, I just told my husband, I'm feeling very fragile. I'm feeling very vulnerable. This is where I'm at. And that went on a couple of days. But that didn't stop me from creating or being curious about that or working with that. And it also didn't stop me from feeling happy or good. It's not a sustained vulnerability over two days it's an awareness that that's where I'm edging and it's okay to be there and it's also okay to feel joy right in the middle of that right so if you're like me and prone to overthinking or over ruminating ruminating is just spinning the same negative thoughts over and over and over even when they're unrealistic then put a structure in place that helps you through that so you don't get stuck in that because that's when negative emotion turns bad but If you're venting or complaining or frustrated or feeling big things and you're noticing and going through them and it's a dynamic process, do that. That's part of being a positive person. It's okay to vent and you can still be optimistic and happy. Okay. That brings us to the simply start segment. And I want you today to just notice whatever you're feeling. Start by noticing. If you want write it down pick your best emotional vocabulary word get real specific I'm feeling dull or anxious or intense or insecure or happy or content whatever it is for you print off a color wheel or a color wheel it looks like a color wheel print off an emotion wheel you can get them online just search for it emotion wheel and you'll get a whole list of feelings that most of us experience without even declaring or noticing or defining. Simply start today by pausing in the morning, in your lunch break, in the evening, before you go home from work, before bed, at these transitions in your day, to notice what it is you're feeling and give a name to them. Don't judge them, no right or wrong reasons, just be in your body. Notice what you're feeling. I think you'll find it an interesting exercise. And when we're aware of what we're experiencing, we can use the information our feelings offer to keep ourselves safe, to learn and grow, to engage in our relationships in a new and positive way. It enhances everything. It's like adding color to the black and white, okay? Give it a try. And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment. And for today, Simply Nifty, I wanna direct you to my Facebook page. It's Polly Campbell Author. And the reason why I wanna direct you, among other things, we're a great community and lots of information there and fun stuff. And I want you to take a look on Thursday because it's simply nifty. Thursdays are shouty Thursday on the Polly Campbell author Facebook page. And you can come in and vent about whatever you want. The good, the bad, the crazy, the silly, the fun. Nobody cares as long as you're not hurting others, right? We're, We're open and honest there, but we're not hurting others. The only rule is you have to cap it up you have to type in all caps and let it out to the world. Belt it out. Shout it out what you're feeling about, what you're worried about, what you're excited about, whatever it is. I think it's a great way to get in touch with our emotions and have a little fun and recognize that we're not alone because so many times what other people are shouting about, I'm not in my head going, "Yeah, right there with you, girl. Me too." Me too. Because that's really what this is about. We are multiple Dimensional creatures. We are not limited to one feeling, one preference, one person, one idea. We can hold all of it. The important thing is that we do the good and the bad. And when we do that, we'll engage in our life in a way that feels more accessible, less scary. Because when we can hold the difficult emotions, the big emotions, we know that we can manage them. And then we are capable of going through anything. Because so often I think we hold back, we stay in our comfort zone out of fear, or worry, or anxiety, or we're feeling insecure, or not enough, so we hold back from our lives. We withdraw, so we stay comfortable. We don't have to feel the feelings of failure, because we're never doing anything. We don't have to have our heart broken, because we're not putting ourselves out there to meet the person of our dreams. I don't want to live like that. I want to engage fully. I want to be in the game, or as Brene Brown says, in the arena, right? That's where life happens. It isn't something to be worked on or figured out. It's something to be a part of. And when we allow ourselves to feel all of the emotions, then we're a part of it. Then we know that we're capable of handling the rejection and the sadness and the grief, and we can still go forward. And that gives us confidence to step into our own arena, to rise, to elevate. And when we do that, we help those around us find their safe space to do the same. And that's what it's about, engaging with one another, feeling this life, being a part of it. All right, so let's do it. Let me know how you're finding your way through, how you handle the big emotions, the happiness, the sadness, how you're experiencing the difficult ones, and any tips or tricks you have for being mindful of what you are experiencing and being okay with it all. You can uh, track me down at polycampbell.com, www.pollycampbell.com, and join the Facebook page, Polly Campbell Author, And join us for Shouty Thursday on, you guessed it, Thursday. It's super fun and funny and reminds you that you're not alone with all these big feelings. When we get real with our feelings, we move into our lives in a bigger way. One that feels more supportive and encouraging and interesting. And when we do that, we all live well, do good, and be happy. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.